What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Kim Squall, for another episode of Fly on the Wall podcast. Um, today, we're going to be talking about the whole concept of physical fitness and who better to talk about it to than the professional, Mr. Charlie Mike himself. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Mike. Hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm Michael Fulton. Charlie Mike is the brand. I'm doing well. I'm grateful to be on the show with Kim, uh, best friend. Love it like a sister, so I'm ready to help you guys out. Definitely. So, you know, everybody, when he talks about physical fitness, so if you don't know Mike, Mike is like one of those um, physical trainer extraordinaire, always in the gym taking care of his body. But when I got to talk to him, it's more than the body, right? It's kind of like the body, the soul, the entire concept of physical fitness. And I think that people miss that a lot. Because when you talk about physical fitness, all you talk about is just that gym rat, that person who goes to the gym every day and kind of like benching a thousand pounds and then walks out and that intimidates people, especially like myself, who you don't really, you're not really motivated to um, yeah. go to the gym. So my first thing is what motivates you to go to the gym? What motivates you to be physically fit? Right, right. Um, I mean, it's it's different for everybody. For me, it's more... Um, tied into my life purpose you know I mean it's it's not like something that I do just for a look or for approval of anybody it's it's more of a I guess you could say my journey in life mm-hmm. what do you mean your journey in life I mean if you look at it from my perspective if you look at life everybody has a goal mm-hmm. you know what I mean and a lot of times people allow uh, external things outside of themselves to, to get in the way of them reaching their goals. But when all in reality is, is you against yourself, you know, we can't control external things, but we can control how we act, react or respond to them. Mm-hmm. So my perspective on it is if it's not the external things and it's myself, then overcoming myself, you know, meaning the fears, the doubts, um, or even the physical fitness part, you know, overcoming those things, then nothing else can stop me from reaching whatever I'm trying to pursue or whatever my goal is because I'm defeating myself. I see it. So you take it from like a disciplined standpoint, which is really, which is really good. Okay. So with physical fitness, what do you consider to be physical fitness? I mean, physical fitness is life. I mean, it's, it's, it's a whole thing. It's not just measuring it on a scale of running how fast you can run how high you can jump or how strong you are it's your overall wellness how are you mentally you know how are you socially how are you spiritually and and the fitness and the physical fitness portion of it is is maybe 10 percent on a 100 percent scale if we're looking at it that way mm-hmm. i saw somebody posted that um just working out and being physically fit is such a undervalued medicine mm-hmm. you know like they're saying that if you keep a routine of treating your body good uh walking or working out or just meditation or something then that sure. tends to like reduce your stress levels or reduce like um any type of anxiety you have so i feel like the way how you describe it just now as being the overall concept of being well um is good yeah so yeah. do you think you have to be like a gym rat to be physically fit? Nah, not at all. I mean, <laughs> that's like the 1970s 
you know, cool guy shit. But um, I don't believe that at all. I mean, if that's what you, you're striving for, if that's what the individual is striving for, then so be it. But you don't have to be that, you know, to be healthy. You know, you could be – I've seen some of the – if we're looking at them with our eyes, I've seen some of the most out-of-shape people, if we're measuring this according to how they look, be faster, much faster than the guy who seems or looks as if he's strong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it, that alone should tell you it's it's not about what you see. I mean, you can drive a, a good example or a good analogy is you can drive a Ford Mustang, but if the motor all beat up, it's not going to run well. But if the person that drives a Honda, he keeps his car taken care of. He, he probably will burn it. You don't know what type of engine he got under that hood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like how you said that um, because the term you use just now is being healthy. Like on the exterior, you might see this person who's like muscled up, but the things that they take, like the steroids and all that stuff, to, in order to right. look that way, it may not be considered healthy. Whereas somebody who just actively walk routinely for like 30 minutes a day or watch what they eat or stuff like that may have a longer lifespan. Um, so I like that you, you roll that up to being healthy. So how how yeah. important is physical fitness to like your mental health? Uh, I, I would say a lot. I mean, if, you, if you're measuring it or if you're viewing it from the times that we're living in right now, um, it's very important because we live in a microwave generation where people want things instantly and they're always on the go and they're constantly listening to external things, whether that's music, whether that's podcasts, whether that's TV, watching movies. When do people take time to listen to themselves and what's going on? Mm-hmm. Unplugging from all of those things because there was a time when there was no technology and it was just people. You know, so mental health is very important, especially um, when you're not, I guess you can say, in tune with your own voice or your own thoughts that are going through your mind. I think that's what people call programming. When it's a bunch of thoughts coming in through your mind and it's a bunch of ideas, but those are not your thoughts. That's from what you've heard or what you've seen. When you're, you know, physically fit or you're going on your 30-minute walks or you're going on your 30-minute jogs, you have that time to yourself if you're not listening to music, if you're not listening to books. You're just walking and you're just listening to your thoughts. So that's why I feel that mental health is important because it's, it gives you or it makes you more familiar with yourself if you're using that time wisely. But also, like, even going for that run or going for that walk, it releases endorphins, you know, so you kind of feel alive once you finish. Um, everybody's like, oh, my God, how I have so much energies, you know, right after, <laughs> right after a run or right after, like, a 20-minute hit session, and they don't even realize that, uh, hey, this is what boosts um, me up for a second. So right. talking about boosting, um, you know, everybody kind of talk about this whole metabolism thing and like some people really don't understand what is it. So can you explain what the metabolism is? Met- the metabolism is, uh, is basically a scale of what you put into your body to do or conduct the activities on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. If I'm just keeping it simple, you know, you need, uh, you need carbs to think to to work out to do all activities you need carbs you need proteins you need fats um 
none is greater than the other, but they can be manipulated um, to whatever activity you're doing, you're doing to properly fuel yourself. But to sum it up, that's what metabolism is, the food or fuel that you need daily to conduct your activities. So if the metabolism is the food or fuel you need daily to conduct your activities, doesn't it like help with like caloric burn or... Because, you know, sometimes they're like, oh, yeah, you have to boost your metabolism in order to, like, lose weight or something like that. Or if you have a smaller person and they eat, like, like they eat, like, 10 pizzas a day, they're like, yeah, I have a fast metabolism, so it's going to burn it off really quickly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I hate stuff like that because most of the time it's just people who look on the Internet. Not saying I hate the people, but that's just people who are just looking on the in- Internet and not really digging deep into it. But those things are true um you have to if it's a skinny person who's trying to gain weight they have to eat more if it's a person who's trying to lose weight they still have to eat but what they're not digging into is the acute variables meaning the quality of the fuel that you're putting in your body mm-hmm. you know what i mean you can't take a freaking um lawnmower and pour water in it and expect the lawnmower to run good yeah you know what I mean, you need the, the specific type of fuel that that lawnmower needs to roll on. Um, it's the same with your body. If you, I'm trying to think of a way to say it and get straight to the point. If you're trying to gain weight, this is the best one. If you're trying to gain weight, most people think they need to eat hamburgers. They need to eat pizza. They need to just keep eating, eating all of these high calorie foods. But they're going to keep losing because one, their body's going to burn it. And two, if they do gain weight, it's going to be the wrong weight because their body doesn't know how to use or get rid of the food that they're eating because it's some of that stuff, a lot of that stuff is processed or it's just not good for you. Mm-hmm. For someone who's trying to lose weight, the biggest misconception is I need to get rid of all fat. Yeah, because most people are like, yeah, when I'm trying to lose weight, I'm not going to eat anything. Right. So but how unhealthy fat. is that? That's very unhealthy. How can you burn fat without fat? I mean, you need you need fuel. If you're trying to lose weight, First, you you have to tackle it one thing at, at a time. You know, practice the habit because approaching any fitness goal can be overwhelming. Okay. So when I say practice the habit, meaning if it's three components of it, it's the diet, it's the training, um, and it's just your rest. I'm just using those as an example. If you try to go in and you've never done any of those three and try to tackle all three at one time, it's going to get overwhelming, and then you're going to go back to your set what you're used to and then you're going to throw away everything that you were trying to do so realistic or a perfect view of approaching it would be okay first i'm gonna practice going to the gym consistently for a month mm-hmm. and then after that month i'll start bringing in a new habit on top of going to the gym i'll start practicing eating better and then the next month after that you're at month three now i'm going to start making sure that i'm getting the rest that i need and all of these other things but when you try to take on all three, then that's when it gets overwhelming and you see people fall off and revert back to where they started. I think you said something I wanted to break break all three down just now. Mm-hmm. One, you said um, if you, like for people who want to lose weight, you have to eat more or you have to do more. Like I, I remember um, people saying, hey, if you want to lose weight, you have to eat six meals a day because... And I'm like, how is that, you know, crazy? <laughs> <laughs> that sound like I'm not going to eat six meals a day or something. But it's not necessarily like a meal. It's just like a, you can eat like a small meal and an apple or something like that. Just something that consistently um, gives your body that rev that you need instead of being like, okay, I'm going to juice and, 
you know, purge my body, you know, like that type of thing. I think that's important for people to understand that um, you do need to actually eat more so that you could um, give your body more fuel and more energy to work off um, what you put it in there. But it, it has to be healthy, like you said. It can't just right. be, okay, I'm going to eat six pizzas a day or something like that. And I think that's important as well. On Go top ahead. of that, I want to clarify because six meals, um, if you compare two meals, you know, one good and one not so good or one that people think is good, it's about the numbers within that meal because you can look at a hamburger and fries and um, think that, okay, this is a quality meal. I have 40 grams of protein, 50 grams of carbs, and maybe uh, 15 grams of fat. But the calories in it um, may be 900 calories. And the quality of the fats are just terrible versus you're looking at someone who cooked their food and it's, let's say it's um, baked chicken with raised barbecue sauce on it, um, some brown rice sautéed in whatever vegetable they want and seasoning herbs and, and garlic. That milk probably comes out to about 380 calories with the same number of macros, mm -hmm. 40 grams of protein, 45 grams of carbs, you know, so on and so on. The calories are much lower, but you're still maximizing the numbers you need on a daily basis. And that's like why that. you just went into the macros and that, <laughs> that whole thing. And we just like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> macros just basically means, I'm going to sum it up for anybody that's listening so they'll know moving forward. Macros are short for macronutrients. Macronutrients mean the most important part of your diet. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. So I think that's important. And there's a certain amount that you have to eat, and um, people can look it up for their body type to see what's sufficient for them. Another thing mm -hmm. that you mentioned was habit, right? To form mm -hmm. a habit. I think that's my biggest thing, like going to do something consistently. I think somebody said if you do something for 21 days or more, then you practically form the habit. But it's getting to that point. How do you motivate yourself to form a habit? Whether it be eating habit, sleeping habit, working out consistently habit, like how do you motivate yourself to do that? Right. Uh, that's a good question. Um, and I would, I would even say I would try 35 days minimum because it's easy to revert back to it. But on top of that, um, you got to start small. You know, as I mentioned earlier, don't try to take on a whole um, new habit of, or lifestyle in one day that's going cold turkey. You can't ask somebody who's been eating soul food their whole life to just start eating celery, you know, or food with no seasoning on it. Nine times out of ten, they're going to hate you or they're probably going to cuss you out. So if you're trying to get seven hours of sleep, you know, and you're trying to eat healthier, pick one to start with. Start with seven hours of sleep. But the biggest thing is, um, I think, it's more mental. When people stop doing those habits or, or they come up short of whatever the goal is, they beat themselves up mentally. You know, that's why you have to pay attention to your thoughts. You know, when you mess up, you have to tell yourself, it's all right, I messed up. Keep going and moving forward and try again. But most people, once they mess up, they, kind of they like get stop it. Yeah. Exactly. They get down on themselves and then they mess up again two days later and they mess up again the day afterwards. Now it's back in a pattern. Then they just say, F it. I'm not doing this no more. I'm just going to, you know, go back to what I know. 
I guess that's where an accountability partner comes in, you know, like, hey, what are you doing? Or, you know, somebody to motivate you or to motivate them, you know, so right. I think that's necessary in that way as well. All right, so going to, like, somebody who has a goal, right? How important is cardio, like, running, like, 10 miles or even one mile for, like, your weight loss or weight gain or even to maintain a goal? <laughs> That's a big misconception as well. <laughs> debunk. <laughs> a debunk? <laughs> debunk. But uh, you don't need to run 10 miles to lose weight. I, I mean, it can help, but... It, a lot goes into play. The smaller aspects go into play. How, what's the intensity of the run? What's the volume of the run? You know, because it gets to a point where your body is familiar with to whatever you're doing um, and it'll adapt. So running can become like walking to you. Your body doesn't use it the same. Now, if you- Is that what they mean by plateau? Like yeah. It just doesn't do anything? Okay. It doesn't do anything anymore. Um, but if you're running and you're switching it up, some days you're doing high intensity cardio, maybe where you're doing sprints, um, you know, stuff like that. That's where you'll see the biggest benefits. But my perspective is you don't need to run that much. I have, if you're trying to lean out, tone up, um, the most I would say for a person run is maybe three miles. Okay. But the most important thing is to to really get high intensity cardio in so i mentioned sprints were really good but sprints are really good i didn't give you the why because they spike your metabolism your body requires more um, oxygen consumption um, and it increase your vo2 max which vo2 mask is just basically oxygen consumption which in turn helps you burn more calories and increases your metabolism so throwing intervals on top of your running or in your running schedule also helps so for um, so for cardio, you said it spikes your muscle, but what about those people who are trying to lose weight, but they're telling them, hey, you should incorporate weightlifting into your workout. How does that help to lose weight? Because most times people think that it helps you to gain weight. <laughs> so how does it help to lose weight in weightlifting? Right, right. So your body only changes based off of your diet. You know, I, I think... What, you, what you're really asking are uh, some of the things you probably heard is, I don't want to look like a man from mm -hmm. lifting weights. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, God made a woman a certain way. And, and the reason why I say that is just eating food alone will not change your body or make you built bulky or built like a man. Um, but what will is when you start doing all of the drugs or the supplements that you don't really know about, that may have an effect. Lifting weights alone will just help you burn the burn fat. Um, and then not only that, um, how you're lifting the weight, the intensity, and the amount of reps that you're doing. All of those things are, are smaller detailed variables that plays a big part. The reps, repetition that you're doing, the amount of sets, how heavy the loads are, how long your rest times are. There are specific styles of training that cater to different types of bodies or performance that the individual uh, may be pursuing. Mm -hmm. But to specify, if you're somebody who's trying to lose weight, the, the most beneficial style of training for you would probably be circuit training. Uh, reason being because circuit training can consist of eight to 10 exercises. And you start at the first exercise and work your way all the way down to the 10th. 
then you take your break and your break is maybe um, two to three minutes long. And then you can do the same circuit again with all 10 exercises and do you, then you do it again versus a hypertrophy uh, versus uh, the standard way of lifting weights. I'm trying to keep it as simple as possible mm-hmm. versus the, the standard way of lifting weights. Pick one exercise, do four sets, take a break and do that exercise again. Mm-hmm. You go through a whole list of them. Okay. That makes sense. So to sum everything up, because I think I asked all the other questions already. <laughs> to sum everything up, you have to create a habit of about 35 days or more consistently of doing something. Right. Uh, one of the three things that you have to maintain is a healthy diet, a healthy workout regime, and a healthy sleep pattern. Um, the myth busters lifting weight is not going to make you gain weight. It probably is going to sculpt your body to how you want it. And running 10 miles is not going to make you lose weight um, right. or somebody who wants to actually lose weight or watch their body. They have to be consistent about something and um, running or do high intensity workouts is probably best. Um, the overall physical fitness is not just like, a, oh yeah, go be a gym rat every day. You have to have incorporate the entire thing. So you have to have good sleep, good mental health. Um, if you're into meditation, then that's something that that person can do as well. Right. Um, and train your body. So just like what Mike said, what you put into your body, you don't want to put like a diesel into one of your very luxurious cars, you know, <laughs> unless it is, <laughs> and actually put what is there to fuel your body into your body sure. and be more body conscious. Um, is there anything else that you want to say to the people? I do. So straight to the point, if you're trying to lose weight, here's the idea, a perfect example. Um, first, understand that lifting weights is more metabolically um, catered to you losing weight. Um, it It's muscle alone. Building muscle helps burn fat even when you're not doing anything. So that's why lifting weights helps. Intense, high-intense cardio combined with weightlifting um, it's even more beneficial when you combine the two and that's what, when you combine the two, that's what really helps. And that's why I use in my training programs, what's called the integrated training system. So if you're trying to lose weight, use that small formula, but more importantly, whatever you choose, just be consistent. You know what I mean? Despite if you feel that you're coming up short, be consistent and reward yourself and pay attention to how you talk to yourself. That's the most important thing. That's good. All right. Thank you so much, Mike. Uh, for those of you who want to go follow him and find his social, you can find him at Mike Fulton, M-I-C-H-F-U-L-T-O-N. Or if you want to sure. follow his business line, he has super, super dope merch um, at Charlie Mike Apparel um, on Instagram. So you guys could definitely check that out. For sure. Thank you. Thank you. Much love.